What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He was all swag. He played second base there. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL Draft enthusiast. You can catch all of his work on the NFL Draft at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Fellas, welcome back, man. We took a took a long break. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing uh, good. Relatively rested, raring to go. <laughs> Bowling season is around the corner. I don't forget no. on, the ne- on the next introduction, we got to throw in uh, <laughs> the GM with a two hundred one bowling average, Uh-oh. something like that. You know. Wait, I don't know that that average keeps creeping up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> exactly. Wow. What's, what's going on there? I don't know. At, 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 hey, at one point, I finished the season with a two hundred three average. So okay. at, you know, you can't take like that from was, me. It was one ninety seven. It was like one seventy something. No, 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 no. One seventy is my yeah. fight. Way back in the next week, he'll be rolling the 238. <laughs> nah, nah, on, on the real, on the real. I finished last year in the 190s, high 190s, uh, but I have had a 203 at one point, so you know, it's legit. You know, hey, when you go on these tournaments, you got to put your highest average in a three year span, so that 203 counted against me, so, so it's legit. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man, and I felt like, man, while we were gone, it, it felt like just all types of stuff in the sports world was going, man. was going on. I was like, damn, man. I can't talk to my boy. <laughs> what? Right, right, right. No doubt. Man, this I, stuff doesn't I, happen I, when we just, you know, when we got we got man. regular podcast scheduled, you know what I'm saying? Hey, and I'm breaking as everything happens. Yes. Yeah, and in the summertime, it's you, you you're tough. It's tough to find news because it's just it's yeah. kind of the slow. Period. Yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. is this is the slowest week now. We're in all star all star week for baseball. Uh, the interesting part though is that uh, because of COVID and you know the mm-hmm. NBA schedule being pushed back, we're in NBA. We're into the NBA finals now. Um, when we've last left off, we thought the Phoenix Suns were going to make it, and they took care of business in six over over the Clippers, and. Uh, those Milwaukee Bucks, man. My Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah. called it, man. Keep rolling. Yeah. Every Keep rolling. time. Yeah. Every time. Uh, that, that darn Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy though. So Phoenix took a took a 2-0 lead against uh against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And I swear, you know, right after that 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 game two, all the media, especially from the four-letter network, would chime in. Oh, there's no way Milwaukee's over it. It's, it's all mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Man, I've even heard somebody say they're the dumbest yeah. franchise in sports. The you, dumbest you name, team in sports. You, like you, you can name who said that. Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, man. You know, sometimes he has some some on point uh, opinions. He's been wrong on the Bucks all year. It's like, come on, man. The he said he said Middleton is the Batman of that team. Like, <laughs> come on, that. man. Like, come on. Well, if you're comparing Superman and Batman, okay. <laughs> if, if Giannis is Superman, I'll I'll go with that. But if you're talking Batman and Robin, mm, not so much. Like, come on. And, and and my Bucks showed up on in, in Game Three, twenty point win. Giannis That's went crazy. Forty, what is it? Forty two. Forty two back to back forty point games. Forty point games. The uh, first Third person time. since Shaq, right? Just uh, yeah, since, since, since the well, first person since Shaq to have forty and fourteen, I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, LeBron, it's Shaq, LeBron, and him were the last three 
since Jordan to have back-to-back 40-point games in the finals. In the finals. Jordan did it four straight times at the finals. What, what what do you guys think was the difference in that game three? Overrated that Jordan guy, by the way. Okay. <laughs> uh, you you uh, can say that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> you say what was different what, what was in game a, What three? was the difference in game three for Milwaukee as opposed Role to Role players play better at home. Yep. What it's that said. simple. Role mm-hmm. players play better at home. Now, what I think is scary for for Phoenix is this has been Middleton and Drew Holiday's. It seemed like it's been their way through this postseason. Games one and two outside of the outside of the Miami Heat series where they swept them. They started at home, but the other series, well, they started at home against Atlanta too. But for some reason. Them two guys are playing like crap in games one and two. <laughs> and then I know with Brooklyn, which this series com- reminds me more so of, when they got home, those two guys showed up. And then it carried throughout the rest of the series. So I'm interested to see how that carries throughout the rest of the series with those two guys because Giannis is showing he's going to do what he's going to do. Especially mm-hmm. coming off that scary injury where we all thought he was I, th- I thought he done. was done. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he was done. done. I thought my I thought my conspiracy theorist of Hawks winning it all was about <laughs> to happen. Like and, and and granted, Milwaukee beat him without him. Yeah, yeah. Beat him without him. But like, but but they they didn't have a single chance in hell of beating Phoenix without him. And like I think I think game five will be the deciding game. I think we'll go back to Phoenix tied 2 2. And game five will be when this series really starts. So we'll see. Yeah, I I totally agree with you on that one. Um, I don't, you know, I think Stevie Wonder, uh, Ray Charles can see that one coming. But but you know I, I've been critical of the of the Bucks because I've been frustrated with them because they are a talented team. I, I expect them to have I, I've expected them to have done better in the past, done better than what they've shown. Uh, this year, you know, again injuries have played a part, but they have weathered through their own. Uh, they outside of Giannis, they've been relatively healthy. Um, but the criticism has come from just decision making. But usually, I, and I, as I look back on it. I've blamed the head coach a lot over the past couple of years because I felt that he wasn't making adjustments to help Giannis and to help the team offensively. And what I neglected was the fact that some of the adjustments that they've made, the significant ones have been defensively. And I think that goes to what Ez brought up in terms of games one and two, where they seem to struggle, but then three, four, five, six, and so on, they've made adjustments, but been more so defensively and how they've been able to take some of these players out of their games, how they would take Chris Paul out of his game a little bit, slow him down a little bit, make him have to work hard or work longer. You know, Drew Holiday picking him up full court, that kind of stuff. Putting Aiden uh, in, the, in the spin cycle to some degree where he's getting all these fouls. And because Sark is out, they don't have the size. And then Giannis can go to work. You know, right. Those are, are defensive decisions and, and, and executions that they've done, that they've implemented. And maybe they're better at that than they have been offensively where they're kind of in a rope-a-dope situation where they're mm-hmm. kind of trying to figure it out. They kind of, you know, jab, 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 and then they finally figure out how to throw a right cross and uppercut. Then mm-hmm. they come out of the corner boxing and punching, and they end up winning these, these series. So they're, I'm with you, they're a very dangerous team at this point because they found something. Now we have to see if Phoenix can make the adjustment, and they're going to have to learn how to make the adjustment, keep eight and out of foul trouble, get Devin Booker so 
And as Devin, Devin plays with a great poker face, but sometimes, and I've seen a little bit, sometimes mm-hmm. you can get in his head, man. Yep. And he's so he's so tight. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that he's so focused, but it's like it's like yeah. dude, mm-hmm. you, you gotta you gotta relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta not be so intense. He's so intense yeah. that he, he kind of takes himself out. And so it's gonna be interesting. This next game, you know, Wednesday's game is gonna be interesting. And again, I'm with you. I, I see you know Milwaukee because they are a different team at home, like you mentioned, and role players do play they play better at home. Game five is, of course, you know, pivotal. That's that swing game. But that's where we're going to see who's not only made the adjustment, but how well those players can execute the adjustments and the counter moves and countermeasures that have been, uh, you know, talked about prior to the games and, you know, see what happens. So it's turning into a good series, I think. I'm, I'm going to just get off topic real quick. I'm just going back to the dynasty. Didn't the Bulls lose a lot of game fives in the in the finals? Uh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they may but have they were but up. They're like but three they were one. Up. They were already <laughs> they just up. Pop, yeah, they, they were up. Yeah, yeah. But I, it was I feel like they had a they had a few clinchers, game five clinchers that they lost. Because mm-hmm. Phoenix well, won, it, definitely the Phoenix. Phoenix, won. right. I remember Phoenix, Utah. I think Utah. The Utah one because they had to go back to Utah in ninety eight. Right, well, second, the second Utah one, I think it was. Right, right. How many of the they won them all, but one in six. Right, they 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 beat the Lakers in five. Right, they beat Lakers them in five. five. Right. I, I believe oh, they lost gosh. game five in in Portland, and they came back to Chicago for game six. Right, up three two. They might have lost game four and five against Portland. I think they were up three right, zero. Right, yeah. right, you're right. They were up yeah, three zero in Portland. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so I guess Game Five of Pivotal wins two two. Maybe, maybe it's not that pivotal. <laughs> and maybe they. <laughs> and it's Game they Three. Lose, wait, and did they lose a Game Five too? Portland, to Utah. I, I think the second time they, they did. did. Yeah, they, the second. Yeah, ninety. So they were up three one in that yeah. series. I remember. Yeah, they, we we. I don't were, know we why I thought that series was yeah, we were, much we were tighter. Up businesses all Damn. over the Chicago area for a Game Five uh, celebration. Man, I don't know why I thought that series was much tighter. Yeah. Well, the games were close. The games were close. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Get back. Uh, Bobby (laughs) Portis, man. Who? (laughs) Bobby Portis. Has he ever played for the Bulls? I, I believe I remember a a guy by that name. Broken guy nose in the (laughs) Bulls. He did. He did. We need that kind of fighting attitude. Man, he's turned himself into a a nice, nice little role, role player here. For the uh, yeah, that's that's that seems to be what we carry in Chicago. Why why, why couldn't we develop him? I'm I'm, I'm well, lost it. Well, I mean, but look what you said. It's the great little role player because he's on a team that has easily better three to four players better than him. In Chicago, we searching for somebody to be like. So, and when these players come here, they think this is opportunity for them to be the guy. And I think that's why sometimes these guys come to Chicago or get drafted to Chicago and don't succeed because internally for them, they think, oh, this is my opportunity to show that I can be a star versus going to a team with a star. You just got to play a role. Learning, learning your role. Yeah. Learning you know, I think that's I think that's the issue. 
You know, we just not a solidified franchise no more. Like so, guys, guys are coming here looking to to establish themselves as them guys, and don't don't work out all the time. Worked out for worked out for Zach, but well, I think Zach had more star potential than 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 Bobby. I think I think Bobby is a try hard guy, work hard guy, versatile guy, a high energy guy. But I, I don't think Bobby we're seeing now is really quite honest. I don't think he's that much different than the Bobby that was here. It's just that where he's being utilized off the mm-hmm. bench and you know, he's being utilized in a, in a better fashion to where, you know, he's not out there for 35 minutes. He's out yeah. there for, you know, Obviously, 15 I, to 20 minutes. I don't re- I don't remember him making making that much of an impact. Well, the team sucked. Well, we wasn't winning. <laughs> right, the whole team sucked. He was bad, <laughs> bad coaching. <laughs> You know, but there are times no, I watch he Bobby. Wasn't, wasn't he here for, for a playoff run, though? Was he? Yeah. I mean, we, we made the playoff run, a playoff run or making the playoffs. That's making two the different playoffs, things. yeah. Yeah, but that was a but bad they could, team. They could have had a run if, if Rondo was uh, – Yeah, maybe. Rondo didn't break his thumb. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's possible. It's tough, man. My two points with the Orlando Magic wouldn't mean nothing, but my two points with – Phoenix will be amazing right now because (laughs) because just the team it is, you know. So I think that's the key with that with him. I love what he's bringing to the team, though. Yeah, and I like the fact, man, the Milwaukee fans love him. You hear Mm -hmm. they're they're chanting Bobby all night long, and that's (laughs) – that's cool, man. That's that's hey, good for him, man. Hey, and Bobby's not one to let this moment pass. He was talking to Scott Van Pelt the other night. Yeah. And he did not want to give up the mic after the game. He's like, he's like, we keep talking, Scott. Scott's like, uh, we love you, Bobby, but I gotta go to something else. Hey, you know, Scott, you know, you're one of my favorite guys. I love you. Bro. I'm here for you. He, he, literally, he literally said, Hey, this is the first time anyone's talked to me. <laughs> He was about to drop the mic. He relishing in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing at all. Uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, what's he got to do to to, to get back on on, on track here? Sell more insurance. Game three. With his brother Cliff. (laughs) He needs Cliff. He needs Cliff. He needs more insurance. (laughs) Better better insurance policy. I think, I think, I think that, uh, Chris Seeker's stuff has wore off Whoa. a bit. Really? It's just one game. Really, one game away. I mean, I, game I, off, I, I'm not saying he's going to play terrible. I'm just not seeing him playing like that. That that game six against the Clippers and game one versus Phoenix was vintage Chris Paul. We haven't seen that guy in a while. We've still seen a top five point guard, but we haven't seen that guy scoring the ball like he was scoring the ball in a while. I think I, that's why I say I think that's gonna that's gonna fade off. Being the being the point guard that we know he can be, the floor general, mm-hmm. that's that's his game. That's what Devin Booker comes in. He's right. the most important guy. Right. That's he can't be three for fourteen right, and, right. and think they're gonna win. Right, like he's the most important guy to me. But to your point, I think a better Devin Booker, you'll see a better Chris Paul. 
because then Chris yeah. has, has, does have to shoulder yeah. shoulder it as much. You know, I mean, it's only so much a six foot frame and you know, seventy five years of age is going to be able to yeah. do. Yeah, you know, in, 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 a, in a finals thing, you know, he needs a young guy to to come through and and be uh be that Robin to his Batman mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. So we keep throwing out superheroes. Be, be his Bucky to Captain America. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, I, you know, to, to me, I, I, Booker definitely you can't say that he's not integral. He clearly is. But DeAndre Ayton, that's the guy to me that has an outside chance of being the finals MVP. Um, because there isn't, outside of Giannis giving him some problems, you know, to some degree, and Giannis doesn't necessarily stick him, there isn't anybody that's really going to stop DeAndre. And he can... Yeah. He can score. He's he's kind of like, you know, poor man's Dikembe Mutombo in terms of being able to shoot from the outside, be athletic enough to get inside, alley oop, defensive. He you know he can he's he's he he is a modern center, modern day center. And there are times where he like you know he'll come up and he'll throw twenty four points, fourteen rebounds, you know, four assists, two three blocks. I mean, that kind of consistency. And if he if the, if those if he has moments and we still got, you know, nobody's NBA, no one's the NBA finals MVP at this point, there are still games left and there are moments where he can step up. And I, I think it's, 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 he can be that key element that makes it difficult for the bucks to be able to, to, to account for, because once that inside presence happens, it, it makes it a lot easier for Booker and, and Chris Paul, uh, Cam and other guys who are more uh, perimeter oriented guys to get better shots and cleaner shots. You don't, you don't think uh, uh, Giannis is, is there yet? I, I well, think he was speaking on the Phoenix side. Are you talking Phoenix? Right. On, on the Phoenix side, I, I'm sorry, he's low key. That's what I say. He's like, a, he's got, yeah. Giannis is an obvious one. If Milwaukee wins clearly, but right now, right now Milwaukee's down two one. I don't think Giannis mm-hmm. is going to get an NBA NBA finals if they lose a series. And, okay. and, if, and if they lose a series, I think it's because DeAndre Ayton has that low-key aspect. You know, when I say low-key, I'm talking about Dark Horse to be the MVP because he can have those consistent numbers. He can be that answer to some degree to the points from the inside. Because Giannis, you know, he's 30 for 38. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's shooting at a high percentage, you know. <laughs> but that's because most of his shots, a lot of his shots, and say most, a lot of his shots are in, are, are in the paint. But there's nothing wrong with that, though. Not, no, not, not, not pissed at all. But what I'm saying is those are inside points. And you look at Phoenix outside of fast breaks, there's not a lot of guys, you know, and maybe they're cutting to the basket, but a lot of stuff is, you know, pick and roll Chris Paul and Aiden getting these alley-oops or getting really close, mm-hmm. some isolation, getting close to the basket, being able to do some things. I'm saying he, he's not, Aiden's not going to put up 40-10 like Giannis, but maybe he can put up 28-14. And that could be an aspect that can def- – you know, help balance out a little bit the inside presence that they're losing because they don't have they don't have Dario. They Aiton's basically their inside guy. Right. And I think that's why it's gonna be it's, it's this series just got very tough for him. Mm-hmm. Very tough for him. Like he hasn't two things. Phoenix one hasn't had to go entire series versus the opponent's best player. Well, Denver. Because Murray isn't the best player, but yeah, Jokic, is. Jokic is the best player. But the slow, the slow guy. <laughs> but everybody was missing that clear number two or number one. 
Now they're facing a team who's pretty much is intact. Right. That has that is a that is an inside dominant team. Their best player likes to get his points in the paint. Mm -hmm. That hasn't been something Aiden has had to deal with. Because even with Joker, he's a he's a he's a kind of a finesse guy. He's not well, not kind of. He is a finesse big. He's not a right. he's not a power big. And now you have Giannis with this athleticism and doing what he does, and no other big for Phoenix to come in and no try to stop that. Mm-hmm. Now we see him getting foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Whew. This yeah. is this is gonna be a task for him, and if he can overcome it, I can see. I don't think they'll give it to him, but I can see him being a dark horse for real. Because oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say because he has, he to me has the toughest task right now. I still think Booker and Chris Paul are better than Middleton and 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 Holiday. Drew Holiday. Like, arguably. Next time we talk, uh, they will be completed with a uh, champion. Will be crowned. No, 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 no. no they'll, they'll only be by uh, get game five. Game five Damn. was Saturday, so they'll be oh, in game wow. six at that point. Where Where do you guys think they'll be? Next time we talk, I think it'll be three three, man. By the time next time we talk, three. What else? Three two. Oh no, it'll be five games played. Uh, five, I think it'll be three two. I think it'll be three two. Phoenix. I think, I think the home team wins every game. I think I, it'll be three two Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with uh, with Milwaukee. Well, you, you have to. That's your team. <laughs> hey, that's your team. <laughs> Even your well, headset's no, green I, right I now. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I could honestly I could think this, this series is going seven and you know they'll win one in in, uh, in Phoenix but won't win won't win two. That, that's possible because you think I game could, five is switch, crap. Switch it that way. You think game five doesn't matter, and you're wearing green. So it, there you it, go. I mean, my bulls <laughs> say that game five doesn't matter. So, so yeah. Oh. And the green is just coincidence. Sure. This is more of a. This is more of a. a Oregon. Uh, ah. Okay. Uh, maybe a Michigan State neon. You know they, they do that neon look sometimes. Seattle Seahawks. Go Hawks. Go. Yeah. Oh, definitely a Seattle. Yeah. 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 This definitely looks like a Seattle neon. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> hey, while we while we were gone, um, July fourth, woke up fireworks. to some fireworks, some real fireworks, <laughs> daytime fireworks. Um, there was a uh, report in the uh, well, I guess a, 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 a long form uh, investigative piece. Would, would you call it that? Sure, not these days. Report, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the best you can you can you can come about these days. But uh, Rachel Nichols was accidentally record. Well, I guess it wasn't accidental either. It, it she was mistakenly left her camera on at the bubble, <laughs> and uh, some people at ESPN were able to record a conversation she had, where she basically um, uh, said that Maria Taylor. Uh, she thought that she would be getting um, uh, more opportunities at ESPN because she was black and not because of, of her talent. 
Mm-hmm. Which is basically the, the, the gist of it. Um, caught a lot of backlash. Uh, problem though, from from my from my perspective, uh, number one, Maria Taylor is extremely talented yeah. at what she does. Yeah. And two, uh, ESPN, uh, I guess they doled out some disciplinary uh, uh, some discipline to employees. And it seemed like the only person that got disciplined was a producer, uh, producer, uh, a, a black producer who shared the conversation mm-hmm. with with Maria Taylor. Um, so real bad look for the four letter network. Hmm. Uh, what was your guys thoughts when you heard about this? Uh, typical. <laughs> uh, not shocked, which is really messed up. Um, and. You know, a lot of entitlement because, you know, what's to say that Rachel Nichols didn't, when she got her start, somebody wasn't moved out of the way because ESPN felt they had to do a diversity move because of Mm -hmm. their bad record on diversity. Right. Um, So, you know, a lot of, you know, speculation. And and again, you know, it's weird because, you know, Nichols initially starts by saying, Hey, I wish her all the luck. So it's like everything you say before, but doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so, so she says, I wish her all the luck, but she has this, she has that, you know, I, 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 I want what's mine. You know, I want to keep mine. Don't, 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 don't screw me over in the process. So, you, you know, you're all good until you feel like you don't want to get screwed over. But here's the other thing. Why does she feel that way? Why does she think it's a diversity hire? Was it that someone from ESPN said to her, well, and, and explaining to her that she wasn't going to be the for, you know, the forefront person when it came to the NBA finals? Well, you know, we need to do this because of X, Y, Z. What, what, did they, you know, was it that they said it or they mentioned it to her like that? So, she, so mm-hmm. that she had it in her head that that was the reason? Because, you know, as nice. you said, clearly anybody watching and listening to Maria Taylor over the last several years, you can see how well she how well she does her, her craft and how better she's gotten you know year after year and that she yeah. is you know she's 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 awesome, she's awesome, awesome. On game day she's versatile and I she love has her on game day yeah, yeah. and she yeah. has a diversity to her her whole uh way she you know is able to go between different sports you know seamlessly so clearly she's talented so why did someone think that it's because she's black well is that because someone put that in her head is that someone from ESPN executives. And so and ESPN has a history. If you remember, mm-hmm. uh, it was a Stan Hill. Is that his name? Uh, Hill. Um, brother, light-skinned brother used to Mike be there. Hill. Mike, Mike Hill. Hill. I'm Mike sorry. Hill. Mike Hill. I said Stan. My apologies, Mike. Uh, you Mike. meant Stan Verrett. Right, 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 right. You were thinking Stan <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, that's, that's, my, that's my guy, Stan Verrett. Good dude. So, so I, I conflate names, most definitely. My apologies. Uh, so, yeah, you know, even Mike Hill has said, like, hey, he was literally told to his face in a meeting that he was too ghetto, that they already had one like that, and that one was Stuart Scott at the time. You know, so, you know, that's why he wasn't moving up, and he was there for, you know, almost nine years. So if someone can say that to his face, What's what's what what's what was possibly being said to Rachel Nichols to explain to her to to codify or, or to pacify her in terms of, you know, but by the same time, stoking a little divisiveness as well. Mm. You know that, you know, so. So, yeah, I, I say, you know, uh, Rachel Nichols exposed some degree and she some kind of accountability needs to come from her in, from all, you know, to, to be had on her end. Um, but I think ESPN is the bad guy in all this, most definitely. I agree. 100%. I agree. 
ESPN is the corporate, like behind this whole thing. And they they kind of are trying to stay out of it. <laughs> like kind of. Uh my initial thoughts when I first heard it was like, here we go with right. this, with this. Then I, I did I never really even read anything about it. or but then I'm like, well, you know what? I, if I was in a position, I wouldn't want my position to just be taken from me. Like, I don't care how good the next person is. Like, I would feel some type of way if I feel like I've been doing a real good job, too. But for her to say because she's black, that's the problem I had. Certainly. That's the that's the only that's the main issue I have for her to uh, accuse it for Maria being black is why she's getting that opportunity. That is, that's where I'm like, you know, Rachel Nichols, you can kick rocks in my opinion. Right. But, but here's a question. Like you said, this one put that in her head. They might have, because we got to think of the time that was, that this was taking place mm-hmm. right after the situation in Milwaukee in the bubble, all the black lives matter stuff. Like, so who knows the way it was presented to to Rachel? Right. Who knows? That's a, that that just opened my eyes to that. Like she's being the target when they probably brought it to her. Like you know what, Rachel? <laughs> right. We need to dis- we need to diversify this. You know what's going on right now. We need to you know act on this on this time. Like and she wasn't for that. Like you know, and it's like I wish it can come out. Like the the truth behind it but we probably won't hear for another 10 years or something right. Rachel Nichols do a tell-all book or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man I have many different thoughts on it and like and now Jim you put that thought in my head and it's like ESPN is just full of crap <laughs> that's the stuff you've heard Year after year of that company, how how they operate, it's it's hard for me not to believe what you just said, Jim. It's hard for me not to believe that that was the angle they took, thinking yeah. thinking she was going to be okay with that. And and she said something that was interesting too, because she mentioned the fact that I'm a woman, and in, in a male dominated. Uh, she, she, she knows firsthand on the so you know it's like and that made me think about what you said is about whose spot did she take she might have took a man's spot oh no doubt no doubt that probably like, and and like what was his thoughts exactly you right. know so I think it is I think if any of us were in that situation you know you have thoughts you don't you don't you don't want you know uh, you don't want to feel demoted. Basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but at the same time, um, you don't you don't disparage someone else, and you know. Yeah, exactly. Here's the, the thing: the blame on, 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 on you race. you dog the company, not the. But yeah. He, yeah. but here's the thing: take take what I supp- I supposition I I, I, I I you know put out there, and now listen to her comments. And I'm not saying I'm swinging up for her or not. I'm just I'm just saying, hey, you know, what if what you know, let's look at everything. 
And, and if that, you think that it's now her comments don't come across as that, racist, that do that do change your mindset. Right. It doesn't come across as racist as much as she comes across as she's saying, well, hold on, wait, don't do that to me just because y'all got a bad record on it. Because if it's that way, now she definitely believe you're not doing this because you think she's better than me. Right. You're doing it because she's black. Because they told her that. You know, like, (laughs) so that, that, that is, yeah. But, and I'm not saying that that's, I'm not saying that's, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm just saying with race. I'm not saying that's you know her her response is good, bad, or otherwise. I think it's reactionary. I think it's human. Being this, because like you said before, let's say I'm I'm a dude, and then they say, hey man, you know the me the Me Too movement, and we had some problems because of Sean Salisbury back, you know, and and people looking at us weird, and you know all these other things that Title Nine and and so on and so forth. So we kind of need to make this move. I'll be like, well, dude, well, just because y'all got a crappy record don't sit me down just because she's a woman. But if you just take that, what I said, that, that that's what you heard, and you don't understand what was said to me prior to that, that the context isn't there. Now I look like a chauvinist. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? And I'm not saying that Rachel is, isn't, I don't know, but I'm saying if we, if we, if we take it that, like I said, who put that in her head, that it's because she's black because she starts off saying, Hey, you know, Maria is this and she's, you know, this, that, and the other, but don't come taking from me. And again, that's a different title. That's a whole different art. That's a different element of the argument, but don't take from me just because you have a crappy thing on diversity. What if no one, what if no one did though? What if well, they, then, what if, what if they just came to her and said, Hey, look, we're going to move in a different direction here. Maria's going to take over. You know why that didn't happen to us? Why not? Because it's in her contract. That's what she was saying. It's in her contract that she was supposed to do this stuff. So Rachel Nichols is going to do what? She's going to say why. She's going to ask why, and she's going to ask why. And what if? And what if the answer was we're just moving in a different direction? Why? Because that's what we're doing. It's in my contract, and and, and that and that signal. Well, I'm just saying that signals to ESPN and, like. And you're still getting paid. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I saying, think we, I'm just. I'm just playing no, devil's advocate. No, I, I. I. I get you. Yeah. I get you. And that's a possibility. In which case, you know, again, she's she exposed herself, and you know, deep down inside, everybody's got a little, you know, bias about something or the other. <laughs> so, you know, I. It's 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 interesting because she wasn't punished. That's the other issue too. There was no accountability. She you know she wasn't reprimanded. I mean, the, the slap on the wrist was you don't do the jump for a day, you know. Um, so so I, I think there's something to the fact that she that like, hey, you don't say anything and we won't come at you hard. Uh, there, there, there's some stuff that we don't know. There's, there's definitely shenanigans and other stuff that, that we're not privy to. And it's, and, and, you know, Maria, to her credit, and again, you know, they brought her into this. She was just minding yeah. her business doing her stuff. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Rachel Nichols put her, her name in her mouth and it came out. Maria's just like, you know, hey, I'm just doing me. Just like Malika. Malika's like, hey, I'm just doing me. You know, don't put my name in your don't put my name in your mouth. But I I, I think something something got her going to where she said what she said, because that's it's too reactionary. And it just it wasn't handled well by her, wasn't handled well by ESPN. The only person that showed any class in the situation was the person whose name was brought into it, and that's Maria. Should be interesting. Maria Taylor's contract ends, I believe, this week. Yeah. And so I think she's gonna, you know, roll through the finals and then she'll have a decision to make on whether or not she stays Which, at ESPN or 
or takes another offer, which they're saying there's some, there's some offers out there for her. So it should be should be an interesting interesting week for her. NBC Chicago, maybe no doubt no? about it. I don't think I don't, I don't think it's gonna be there. The <laughs> Fox. I don't think it's gonna be there, but uh, but it's it's gonna be some opportunities for her. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Team USA basketball. <laughs> oh, how about those White Sox? <laughs> Team USA. They lost to Nigeria on Saturday. Keep going. And then tonight, just lost to Australia. Yes, they did. Exhibition games. Mm-hmm. Exhibitions. You know. Mm-hmm. They didn't even bust hundred points. I guess here's, here's my question. Here's, 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 here's my question. Here's my question. Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> apathetic here. Does anyone care? Oh yeah, we care when we lose. You think right. right? Yeah, right. Oh, most definitely. Because we don't care when we win because it's expected. When we lose, it's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And then yeah. when we lose again, it's like, whoa, whoa. And then you lost, you lost to Australia. What? Australia? That's, you know, that's true. What? Nigeria? Nigeria ain't never won nothing. But then, no. Nigeria's got six NBA players on their roster, though. I, I understand. Australia's got like four or five, you know. I'm, 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 the world's caught up. Yes. The, the genius of David Stern has worked, and the world is caught up. Too well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. This. <laughs> It's what GM said, though. Because if they won, no one would even know they won. No, just but since they lost... They beat Australia. We all know they lost. <laughs> yes, we do. I, I mean, I think it's a joke. I think... I do think the world is caught up, but I don't think they're taking these exhibitions serious at all. They're not. I, I, watched, I didn't uh, see the Australia game. I saw the Nigeria game. I was telling, I was telling Smoke earlier. They just the team USA just didn't look like they were they were really all that into it. Yeah, I mean, now I'm not saying that guarantees that they're gonna come out in the Olympics and win anything. Cause believe it or not, I'm hoping to see my boy Luca make some noise in the Olympics. I know that's a long shot for Slovenia. Is that where you're from? Or whatever to do some damage, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Not really. Luca, Luca, and uh, and, and and four guys off the street, I think, have a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think it's gonna make for an interesting tournament. That's what yes. the Olympics is. It's a tournament. It's gonna make for an interesting tournament. Uh, it it is. It's actually quite good. For the Americans to not be so dominant, yeah, it makes, yeah. It makes for it makes for it, a better. It, it, better it draws us yeah. into more to more so want to watch. Yes, I like oh, it's possible they I'm, can I'm, lose. I don't, I don't know about that. Not for me. I'm I don't want to watch me. no blowouts, man. I'm saying I don't. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm indifferent about it now. Look, I'm one. <laughs> I, I saw, probably. I saw the I Dream probably, Team. I saw Dream Team Two. I saw Dream Team Three. I'm good. I don't, so you don't, don't care at all. I don't, you don't care. care at all. No, no. It is what it is. It went, it went from I watched all every every one of those games. You know what I'm saying? Dream when Dream Team. Yeah. I watched every game, you know. Uh not necessarily Dream Team 2, but they were a bunch of bullies. That was uh <laughs> that was that that was the Atlanta Olympics. That was no 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 Dream Team oh, no. 2 was for the uh, world championships oh. in 94. Oh, okay, and, okay, uh, okay, okay. 
And so it was uh it was Larry Johnson and Garnett was Derek on. Coleman was on that team and uh <laughs> Alonzo <Smith>. Morning. <laughs> it was just a bunch hey, of they was bullies. bullies, man. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Then Dream Team Three came, and Dream Team Three was, you know, that was that was a real deal team, you know. Um uh, with 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 Pippin Barkley, Shaq. Um actually um Elijah Wan was on that team. He he got his uh citizenship American citizenship, yeah. And and was on that team. That was see, that was a that was a see, he team. is part of he was part of the problem back then. He should have been playing for, for Nigeria or wherever he's from. No, nah, they, they wasn't they weren't ready yet. He, tougher. Nah, there was nothing know, he could have done for them at that point. <laughs> he would have been out there by himself. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in, I don't know, I'm just indifferent, man. I, like I said, I watched the Nigeria, I'm not part of the Nigeria game. And I was like, eh, eh, it is what it is. Now, maybe it's because I knew in my head that it was an exhibition, so I didn't put that much thought into it, but I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I think part of the problem going forward, and I, yes, it's an exhibition, great point, and maybe they weren't into it. I, I, I'll concede that as well. Um but I think part of the problem is that lineup, dude. I mean, the fact that uh, Bam is your center hmm. is an issue. And I mean, Bam is your point. Um, I, I don't know if that's so much an issue, but you're, they've got no inside presence. They have no rim protection. The fact that Draymond Green is your, you know, your defensive enforcer is six seven. Um, that's an issue, dude. And I, I'm watching Australia just, you know, just do like. You know, it seems, seems like they're running a Princeton offense or whatever. It just backdooring them and it, it just constant motion. And these guys, you know, for for USA, it's like, dude, there's there's no size at all. It's like they 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 crafted this team to be so international, like they're playing into the hands of international basketball. It's like, dude, like, you know, DeAndre Ayton could make a difference. You know, like, where are the American centers? And I think back to when we used to dominate. Well, you know, part of that, American. yep. Well, that's true, <laughs> that's, that's true too. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He's, he's Jamaican, right? Is he? Is he Jamaican or, or well, he's from the Caribbean, though, right? It's a global game now, man. So, yeah. I mean, see, and I, th- I thought about it. And you know, he's Baha- He's uh, from the Bahamas. Bahamas. Okay. So that's that's the other problem. Like, there, <laughs> most of the best centers in the NBA aren't even American. They're from other parts of the country. Jokic, you know, Embiid, you yeah, know. The other person, AD will be the only guy. Yeah, AD might be that guy, and I don't think AD he needs hurt. to play. Yeah, he doesn't. Nah, he he, he wouldn't watch. I mean, he, 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 he's been there, done that already. And, and not only that, but he's not even really like a true center in a, in a center sense. You know, he's, he's more perimeter-oriented, too. It's just I think they're going to have a problem, dude, just stopping teams. And nobody's scared. That's the thing I noticed. Nobody's too. scared, yes. Yeah, that's that's been the case, though. Yes. Well, I mean, yes, but when I'll, I mean, it's like they're going uh, at them. It's even were, more so now. They were scared in 2012 with, with LeBron and, yeah, and Kobe. They, yeah. Right. And those guys. Yeah. I mean, these guys are Durant going was in. still was on that team. Yeah. Like these guys uh, they were scared because Kobe was on that team because all of them was on that old four team that, that lost. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe came. LeBron, yeah, LeBron Kobe came out of Kobe came out of there. Yeah. Like, you know what? Okay, <laughs> enough is enough. 
Hey, that's another guy. reason LeBron's not the GOAT. He he lost in the, in the, in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I we forgot just, about that. This devolved into a tech LeBron segment now. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> not on my mind. That ever brought up. But, because nobody goodness. remembers international I, basketball. Jim, I think I, I I think that's true too, the lack of size, but I think the lack of a true point guard, a true creator at the point guard position yeah, hurts you gotta, too. You got a bunch of scorers that, that don't know how to how to facilitate. That's that's yeah. that's that's a problem. Uh yeah, I mean that's true. They don't I mean because when Devin Booker comes, I mean Holiday is supposed to be on that team as well. And who else is missing? It's not number Middle, Middleton is there too. Middleton, Middleton right. Oh there. wait, uh, they well yeah, that's the thing. Are they gonna play? How does that work? Uh I, as far as we know, they are, but that could change. They you know, they could be tired, they can get injured, anything yeah, can happen I'm... between now and then. But they're you know, they're on the team. I mean, look, man, nobody thought the Suns of Milwaukee would make it that far, okay? <laughs> so that's why they put them on the team. <laughs> I did. <laughs> With the exception of Ezra and the people yes. from Milwaukee. Yes. Um, yeah, you're right. There isn't a true facilitator on the team. It's it's like Durant and Lillard and everybody else can get a shot when they can. I mean, Le- Levine, Levine, you know, might be the best point guard on the team as far as he, facilitating. Yeah. He scared me. He twisted his ankle. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. shit. He's all right. He's all right. But I'm just saying, you know, yeah. I don't need him getting hurt. See, that's the thing with them exhibitions. Yeah. yeah. Every time I hear USA exhibition, first memory comes to is Paul George. Paul George. Paul George. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was you know, nice. so that's why I think that's why I don't put too much stock in it because I feel like they all remember that. And that's, that's possible. But man, it's just embarrassing. That it, is. it is. It is. <laughs> you know is. that have on your ledger. You lost back-to-back games in it Nigeria is. and Australia. Can't have a notch in their belt, and you're that well, notch. That's why I don't. I watch. I watch the 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 the, the uh, events. That's about ten seconds. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's what I like to watch. That's, that's it. Speaking of speaking of 10 second runs, uh Shakari Richardson. Oh man. Out of the Olympics because she tested positive for cannabis. <laughs> Did you feel bad for her? Uh I, I don't know if I feel bad. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. And I think, you know, that's on her and whatever reason or reason she's had for for smoking it. I mean, I I, I feel Actually, I feel bad for all the people that supported her on this journey. I feel bad for them. I feel like she kind of let them down. Um, so do I feel bad for her? No, I just feel it's a missed opportunity, but I think she's young enough and talented enough that she may have another opportunity at it, uh, potentially speaking. But I think those people to this point who are supporting her coaches, family, uh, any person who any person or entity that, that you know, devoted money and, and resources for her to get to where she's gotten to, I feel I feel like she she kind of let them down by making that choice. I'm sorta on that page, I, but I'm not necessarily on the coaches and stuff. I'm more so on the opponents because now, like Shakira Richardson hasn't proved anything. No. She hasn't proved anything, but she's the most famous athlete in track and field 
because of what just happened. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, she was setting, you know, she was but she she was setting herself up. Yeah, she was she was setting, setting herself up. Yeah, she was yeah. setting herself up. I'm not taking that from her, but no, nobody was talking about her until this. Well, but, no, before the for the drugs. I mean, I mean, well, if you follow track in the, and field, in the trials, in the trials, she she yeah. was she was getting some traction, no doubt. Because of, but it was, but it was because of the negative talk that people was doing that caused other people to support her because people was talking about her nails and her hair and her her physique and stuff like that, and that's what caused you know how we are as as our people. We we see somebody bashing one of ours, we go. We stand, we with her. And I feel like that grew her fame. And then with this failed test, it looked like she became a target and that grew her fame even more. Like to the point where everyone is like thinking they pulled her, they had an agenda to pull her. Like let's get one thing straight, American people. She was not the fastest woman in the world. She had the third fastest time in the world. She's the fastest American woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. But America is not the world. That's what we don't get. That's that, 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 that's that arrogance, man. That's well, what we don't get in this country. To, and, I, yeah, to some degree, I agree with you. But I mean, as far as America goes, she was a our gold medal opportunity. So yeah, that, no, I, no, that, I'm not, I, no, I agree. I, I, I feel we should be. She had my support. As an Olympian, has she been in it? I wasn't as overly enthused by like the antics and things like that because for me, mm-hmm. all I can remember is black women dominating track and field. Right. So it wasn't like I was shocked at what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Was I motivated motivated by what I was seeing? Yeah, we got a woman that's probably gonna be one of them Jamaicans, <laughs> but but it wasn't like. It was like something I've never seen before. Like, and that's that was the thing. And it, it, it's just unfortunate. I mean, she she knew she knew what she couldn't do. Right. And you know, I feel for her because of what she went through personally. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel for her for the decision she made. For the decision, decision she made. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, and, and I think both can be true for everyone like i feel for her for losing her mom going through the traumas that she's going through and things like that right and that's the way you chose to cope cool but that decision had consequences yeah right i mean if i lost if i lost my mom and i chose to get drunk out my mind outside of my home and had to drive home and i got pulled over the consequence i face is the consequence I have to face. Yeah, They're not going to have made. sympathy for me because I was going through something. Like, and that's the problem I'm having with, you know, people talking about she was coping. So she, the rule states not to do it during competition. That's it. They don't tell you you can't smoke. Wait, and she knew, and she knew she was going to be. And, and she said she knew it. <laughs> like, I mean, Man, y'all some hardcore Republicans, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, y'all so con- y'all I mean, conservatives. I mean, I remember, look, I remember man. in college, every week, coach would say, hey, there will be testing done on Saturday. Hmm. Be ready. 
So but I can understand if it was random. Weed is legal, man. Weed is legal. Uh, it's been legal in other countries. <laughs> so what's know. the problem then? I mean, weed's not going. It's not an enhancement. No, no, not no, no, no. Not, no, 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 no. I, I don't care if she smoked weed. That's fine. It's just that she knew that it was on the banned substance list, and that she was going to be tested. I understand. You know what I'm saying? But man, if, go ahead, man. If, if weed's your thing, go ahead. I, you know, all that's going to do. It's slower down because she's gonna get the munchies. She's gonna overeat, and then <laughs> but, she's gonna take. That's gonna take five tenths off us off of a hundred time. Come on now. No, I, I I know she she broke the rules and, but uh, you know, it, but you know rules are broken and people make allowances. You know, nah, that, I, from the world I agency. Look, Carl Lewis. It was said that you know you know you listen to Ben uh, his his competitor. I can't remember Ben's last name. Ben the Canadian. Johnson. Ben Johnson, the competitor, he was like, I wasn't the only one. Check Carl Lewis. Yeah, but he you, got caught. You watched that that documentary. It was a nine saw, point. Yeah, well, that. I'm just saying, you know, you know, Carl Lewis might have had somebody just looking out for him. Hey. It's your car. You need to have somebody looking out for him. Hey, so. hey, hey, but that, but ben, that, but ben that. got caught and had to walk through the airport in Calgary. See, that, that hurts the argument, though. Oh, no, 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 excuse me. In Seoul, he, he was going back. He had, right. he had to fly back to Calgary. Because because for most black people, they think it's happening because she's black. <laughs> no, just because there's a time, a there's a time and place for that. <laughs> right. This, this, ain't, this ain't it. Right. You know, like, and that's my thing. If they trying to do that to get a a Caucasian to win hundred meters, they gotta suspend the next 40 <laughs> contestants. <laughs> Right, right. They got another thing coming. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I think she, she's young. That's the that's the great thing about it. Yes. She's young. I mean, look, we looking at uh, Allison Felix. She's in her fifth Olympics. Like, yeah, right. Like, so Shakari. Like, you know like, and and right, because this is twenty twenty one. This was exactly. close, so she only got exactly. three years, not four. So, yeah, right. like, you know, take it as a lesson learned. Rebound from it, get stronger. She'll be all right. She's still come back in, come back and attempt. Yeah, come back and attempt to try to break that unbreakable record. Flojo set. I don't think that's ever gonna get broke. She'll she'll Eventually. be okay. She'll be mad. I watched that race for the first time a few weeks ago. What race is that? Flojo when she set the real record. Oh, eighty eight. Man, that 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 didn't even look real. <laughs> the way she was running. What what what? There's some uh, allegations with her. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, I you know, God rest her soul, wonderful uh, competitor and an example in a lot of ways. Uh, but I remember Flo Joe when she was at UCLA before the nail. I mean, not before the nails, but before the fancy, you know, she running shoot. She was the person always finishing like third or fourth. I remember mm-hmm. even joking, my brother and I were watching track because we were we we're big in the track and field, and we we're like, man, dude, you know. She's she's too you know being men and being misogynist too pretty. Too pretty. <laughs> she's, too, she's too fine, man. She, she's not she's not unattractive enough to win. We, we were we were we were shallow, hollow <laughs> young men going like man. Outside of Cheryl Miller at the time, we're like I just 
you know, we just didn't see that happen. But she seriously, she was always coming in like second or third, like, it, it, you know, in, in college, you know, with these races and some of these, you know, these big time meets. And then all of a sudden, dude, she's like a beast and she's breaking out. She's breaking records. I mean, she's shattering them. It's like, dude, like, mm, OK. And, and then didn't come back after yeah. that. Yeah, it's like, OK. So. So, yeah. But, you know, hey, that's just speculation. Uh, she ain't get caught. Yeah, it was never. Yeah, she's never caught. Marion Jones. Marion Jones. I was just thinking. That too. <laughs> I was just thinking Marion Jones. I'm like, am Marion Jones. Marion Jones like the. It's like the Barry Bonds. It's like, did you really need to? You were already dominant. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> like, like, did you have to? You were already kicking people's butt. You know, she but felt that pressure, man. Oh, I guess, man. I guess Bonds was necessary. No, no, it wasn't. Unnecessary. Completely. It was necessary. No, it wasn't. I stand on it. was necessary. It was not. He he felt he felt he was getting overshadowed. He was by some by two bums. He was still <laughs> by two bums. <laughs> McGuire wasn't a bum. Stop. Well, McGuire was a bum. He was not a bum. He's kind of a bum. He, he was, was a bum. A one trick pony. Home he run. was a yeah, bum. That's all he did after two. Home run of singles. Guy couldn't hit a double to save his life. <laughs> he didn't need to. Yeah. Now the now the, the 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 guy from the north side, he was a bum. Well, he was at least a 40-40 guy. You know how I know he was a bum? <laughs> because we got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know. <sighs> but no, uh Bonds didn't have to do that, man. He, he didn't already, have to. He was already a Hall of Famer. Yeah, already he didn't. Hall of Famer. Nah, I, I'm not saying he had to. His I said it was necessary. It's crazy. Because. It's crazy. You look at his numbers now. Circular argument. He's the only He's the only person in probably in the history of the game whose power numbers went up after the age of 35. How is that possible? <laughs> not went up. Went through the roof. But yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> that, oh. that, that just don't make sense. Hey, but he was facing pitchers that was on. <laughs> like I'm it was the, an I'm even playing field. No, but you're right. He didn't. He didn't. Now I don't say he had to do it. I I feel it was necessary because the shine that the mother two bombs got. I mean, I'm, he, well, he he felt that. I'm sure, man. I, I look at a guy like Frank Thomas. I'm sure he he uh, he, he didn't was do wondering. It. Well, he, I'm not saying he did. He didn't. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying no, I don't think I'm Frank saying did. that I'm sure he felt like overshadowed, right? You know, I'm I'm hitting my my 40 home runs a year as I've been doing for the last 10 years, mm-hmm. and these guys all of a sudden are hitting 60 and 70. How's how is that possible? And I'm a two time MVP. Should have been three if it wasn't three, for the strike. Yeah. yeah, and and I lost an MVP to a guy who found out that we found out that he was doing drugs right. or doing PD. Right. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So. But hey, I'll say this: since we're on baseball, why don't we kick it to and stay with baseball? Look, that's a segue right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of shine, uh, kick on over to the All Star Game. Are, are we excited um, about the All Star Game? Do we care about the All Star Game? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, have the same opinion I have for Team USA in the Olympics. <laughs> don't care. don't care. <laughs> I I love I love the All Star Game. MLB All-Star Game. Because? Because baseball is one sport. You can't you can't fake it. What did you uh, mean? Barry Bonds did. They 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 made the whole thing <laughs> where they started trying to make the games matter because well, the guys were faking it. Well, no, that happened because the game ended in a tie. 
Mm. No, and it's the teams, a building. And the teams didn't the teams didn't want their pitchers throwing. Right. So they were much. faking it then. That's they, kind wasn't, of my... they wasn't faking it though. You still going out there throwing, you still going out there pitching. They just didn't want their guys pitching extended uh, innings. Uh-huh. So so cruck ducking and then so 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 I'll say this. So you think they up there if I throw hundred miles an hour and all star game I'm gonna throw ninety four? Or I'm gonna still throw my hundred miles an hour. Have you seen a pitcher velocity decrease in the All Star game because it's the All Star game? I've seen guys not take the game seriously, and they were having fun. It turned it to me. It looked like like a softball All Star game. Nah, yeah. dude, I look. Cruck is ducking and then running behind Crook somebody. And, yeah, Crook and, that, and you think like, he faced Randy Johnson in the playoffs? That would happen? No. <laughs> You know, when I see was Barry Bonds, John Crook in the eighties, no, in the nineties, in the nineties. That's too long. You know, you know what we're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay, and, okay. and you talking about Crook? Yeah. He was fat then. And... <laughs> he was an all star. <laughs> he was an all star. He can but, hit the but ball. I'm, but I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having fun. But it's still the it's still the same game. It wasn't versus... the same. No, nah, bro, it wasn't the same. It, the, the intensity was gone. I'm, I'm you know, I, as a kid, I'm again, I'm this is the ageism. This is where the, the grumpy old get off my so long guy. So, you one of them Pete Rolls no running in baseball. No, no, no. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> when, I was, when I was a kid, I loved watching the MLB, and I wasn't even a baseball guy, I'm more of a football guy, but I love watching in the summertime watching the all star game because I didn't follow baseball as much. To me, it was like, what Chicago players gonna make because our team right. sucked. And then the other thing was I get to watch some of these guys because they're big names and, you know, they're from some of the teams that I don't necessarily watch, but Reggie Jackson, Johnny Bench, Pete Rose, all these type of dudes, you know, Dave Parker, the Cobra, throwing it from right field and throwing out somebody. I mean, that stuff was exciting because you get to see these players show, you know, even Bo Jackson, you get to see them show their athleticism and compete against you know, even the guys on that same team is like, well, I'm going to up, I'm going to, I'm going to show you what I can do. I'm going to show you what I can do. Well, I can do this better than you can, you know, and, and, and then the competition between the two leagues. Now, granted, you know, uh, free agency has changed a lot of that and guys moving around because, you know, they don't stay traditionally in the national league and American league as much as they did back then. But the, the games seem to matter, like for the pride of either league. Now it's just like, you know, it got to a point to where it, it evolved. And it was just like, gosh, I, I was like, dude, I hated watching. It wasn't fun to watch. It turned into like the NBA all-star game, which just wasn't fun to watch anymore until they made that rule change because they saw how it evolved. And it evolved to the point to where up to what you mentioned to where it ended in a tie. It's just like, man, okay, that, that was like the last straw. That was like the camel that broke the straws back at that point. And they instituted that situation where, you know, whatever league wins, that team has a home field advantage in the World Series. So until that ran its course. But now the game's a little bit better. But, yeah, man, it's not – I'm kind of with, with with Ez. It doesn't matter as much. But as, as a Sox fan, as a Chicago one, I still want to see what players from our hometown make it. And I'm always going to root for them and see how well they do. And then I'm going to compare how well the Sox players did against the, against the Cubs players. You know, <laughs> yeah. not even that. I just like to see the I like to see the pregame introductions. I love and it. They say from the Chicago White Sox, mm-hmm. you know, Tim Anderson. You know, that's and I think that's cool. That's awesome. that's definitely one thing I'd love to see the yeah. pregame introductions. And then after but, that, um. I'm cool. But I I just <laughs> I just I it maybe it's just the baseball player me that 
granted, it might be a little more lax, but the game is still the game. Like you're still up there pitching, it's trying the to strike I'll, the guy. I'll say this. I'll say this. You're still the up there best. trying to hit. The, 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 yeah, other other sports because the yeah. Pro Bowl they might as well the make that is a, flag is, is football. A, yeah, and the NBA all they doing is dunking and shooting threes. Like, I don't need it. I don't need. I don't need the Pro Bowl. <laughs> the NBA uh, All Star Game. I mean, actually, this crap. this new format There's, actually has the helped. new format is helping. Yeah, it's helping. Yeah, definitely has helped. Um, well, it helped the first year because this year was a no, just year, complete so, blowout. It was a blowout. It was, it was a blowout, but I'm saying that they still were. You know, they were playing. Yeah. Know, up until a certain point, <laughs> but that, but, but that, I, that's why I said well, baseball. I know it's still it might not have that intensity because regular season baseball is totally different from playoff baseball. Yes, like it's it's just a different mentally. Just watching it, it's a different. That's why I love I love I love last season the sixty game sprint. Yeah was awesome every, every game, game matter every game every matter. game matter now we're at a point we're we're heading into august here you know the white Sox have uh eight games up they can they can coast a little bit if they want to yeah okay well a little bit well, the hell they can't the hell they can't i'm with you on that one <laughs> no the hell they can't why not My yankees eight games back in, in, I, we've been there before i've seen us come back from 10 games back Indians, so, yeah. Hey, man, they better not. They better not think they got a sweep. They are. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. Yes. August, August fifteenth game at at Colorado doesn't matter. Or well, it matters, but you know what I'm saying. August August fifteenth. I think that's when my Yankees come to town. That is that. Yeah, because they play. They play. They play a Friday game here. Iowa. They go to Iowa for Saturday, right? No, 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 no. I think they play a Wednesday or Thursday in Iowa, and then the weekend game is here. They play Saturday and Sunday here. Let's see. I think. Because the ACE program is – 14 you guys are playing a game out there versus a team from New York. Oh, at really? The field of, at the actual Field of Dreams. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So is – oh, that's not it. Wait, what's going on here? Oh, no wonder. They, they put up a first-half schedule. Who wants that? Uh, <laughs> Thursday. Thursday, August 12th is the game in uh, Iowa. August 12th. Iowa. Mm-hmm. And then Friday is off. They're off Friday. And, and Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Sunday are here. The two. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that should be fun, man. I'm looking forward to that. So okay, so the August twelfth game versus the Yankees matters, you know. Right, that's not, it matters because that's a Portillo's game. That's that's where uh, Brandon has to, you know, oh, has to shit. take the Portillo's bet. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a Portillo's bet at some point in time. Wait, 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 wait. So what? Where we? Where was the bet? Well, the bet's gonna be if your Yankees lose or when your Yankees lose on that given day. Not 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 the series. We're not talk- the series. And no. we done already swept y'all. We we talking about the game in <laughs> Iowa because that's neutral. It's a neutral territory. Okay, okay. It's a neutral okay. territory. Okay. It's a special game. So okay, all right. We'll call that the Patillo's game. The White Sox it, never beat the Yankees when I lead them to. <laughs> but that's why. Hey, if it, we if all, it helps you, any the Yankees <laughs> never win when I bet on. So <laughs> there we go. So we're even. So we're even. So if if you lose or when you lose, 
Ez and I get a patillo sandwich. I'm already one to the good, so I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 And if we lose, you get two sandwiches from us. I'll take it. All right, there we go. We got it. Now that's that sounds sound like, yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. And if we sweep I, I again, owe y'all, I owe y'all sandwiches anyway. And if we sweep again, y'all gotta wear Yankee shirts. Woo, wow. <laughs> Good thing this is uh not video and just audio. <laughs> I'm gonna take pictures. <laughs> that's a tough ass, man. I gotta show you, I got a little leave. I was on the Yankees for a couple years in Little League, and I have a picture uh the team photo. Well, no, it's just the individual photo. But I, I wasn't very happy. And it was because <laughs> I was wearing a, a Yankee uniform <laughs> at like the age of like eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that, but we'll, we'll see. Well, sp- speaking of your image and likeness uh, as, a, as a child, uh, how is that playing now as for young adults in college? Look at that segue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's it's awesome, man. Um, The fact that these guys are going to be able to, you know, make some money off off of themselves, you know, uh, sign some deals, make some money, you know, they can go and, you know, get enough money so they can, you know, go out on a date, go to the movies, buy some pizza. I think it's awesome. <laughs> Buy a car if they want to. Heck, get a car. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. Um, I only have one issue. I'll, I'll get you guys' thoughts on it, and then I'm, I'm gonna I'm bring up my one issue that I have with this. That that I hope that they they can they can take care of. But you guys go ahead. Yeah, I, I like it. Of course, being a former athlete that don't think I would have got any money for my likeness, but hey, it's... You wouldn't, I think, have, you wouldn't have got nothing from, like, Doug William Chevrolet? <laughs> as the as a baseball player? Yeah. I don't know. I don't no. know. I don't think so. But, honestly, but, I, but I'm okay with it. I think... I think this is the best way to go about it. Because I remember having these debates with some of my former teammates and just talking about, well, how do you distinguish what when it was the should they get paid, should NCAA pay them? Like, how do you distinguish what this kid should get paid versus this kid? And you know what? I think this is the best way. Like, NCAA shouldn't have to pay them. But they should be able to earn money right. for what they produce. No, Because I, 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 I see you shake your head, but I'm like, no, no, no. I'm with I'm, I, I'm, with, I'm with you, but I'm also of the thought that some of the money that's made, you know, and I get it, they make, but, but it's like it's it becomes real messy when you have to dis- distinguish who gets what because I understand that. at that's, most schools the football program is the is majority of the university's budget, right. But then you might have LeBron James as your basketball player, who, yeah, Zion. he get like so. Take so Zion, take Zion. You, yeah, you get. Oh, you got Zion. Like, cause I, I'm. I'll ask y'all this: Do y'all think Duke's football team brings in more money than the basketball program? No shot. No. Not. 
maybe no you you don't think it's even close i think it's i think it's closer than you think it is. i think it's i think it's real close um but i think duke's it's there's so much ancillary money that comes in from other you know other, I can see based on wait, wait, based on, on a tv deal it can be like stuff that's you know in that's uh and and i don't say indigenous because but, I, but the, the surrounding area like you know different boosters and different businesses around there that the way they're throwing certain monies and certain agreements and things like that i don't think it's so much as far as like ticket sales and that kind of stuff i think when it comes to that i think the end of the, the football team is probably a lot closer than people realize i think no this money from other stuff Nobody like going to duke football games uh it's okay. football and it's it's the south <laughs> it's and north it's, carolina that's basketball country i'm not saying it's not I'm not saying it's getting more. I'm saying it's more than people realize. And Duke football is actually. Oh, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're an ACC team. They're getting, I mean, the television deal, they're getting money. But I'm, I think that the basketball team is, is generating the, the uh, uh, vast majority of it. I, yeah, but it's, some, it's something that can be, it's something that's worth research. Sure. I mean, like, you know, take, you're saying Duke, and that's because that's Duke is Duke, but let's take Kansas. You know, that's that's like maybe even more to your point. It's like Kansas mm-hmm. basketball. That's hey, it's the birthplace of you know basketball yes. in a lot of ways in terms of you know uh, the, the what's it, Dr. Naismith and so forth. But Kansas basketball is always going to be better than Kansas football. You know what I'm saying? Even when Kansas had its halcyon days in the early 2000s, Kansas basketball is still going to be the headliner. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah, I'd say unequivocally, Kansas basketball is raking more money, making more money, and raking in more money than Kansas football. But it's still the Big Twelve, and the football program is still going to bring in some money. But, but yeah, I, I guess it's it, getting back to your point, Brandon. So what you're saying is, is that how how do you decide who gets what? But the other programs on a college campus is attractive. Yeah. You know, yeah. how, how how do you distinguish? You know, take, let's take Tennessee for example. You know, Tennessee football is Tennessee football, and it's the SEC. Even in a bad Tennessee football team is going to bring the majority of the money. But Tennessee track has had a long story tradition and they get you know, a lot of talented players that come through LSU track is another, you know, strong track program, but it's football in LSU, but those mm-hmm. track athletes, nobody knows who they are unless yeah. you follow track. So how do, you know, I, I think the money is going to, I think to your point, Brandon, if I can, if I, if I follow what you're yeah. saying is that this is this way, the NCAA doesn't have to try and figure it out. Yeah. They don't have to answer to, Title Nine, Title Nine issues, right? Like, yeah, that's like that would be a yeah. It's like, hey, you know, you're the player. Now you have an opportunity to get whatever you can. And granted, you know, guys on a track team, players who are tennis players, volleyball, soccer, <laughs> all the wrestlers, all these other ancillary sports, you know, they're gonna be able to bring in maybe hundreds of dollars, maybe a few thousand if they're lucky. And like you said, that's enough to put some money in your pocket. Maybe, mm. you know, pay your car note, you know, maybe pay your car insurance, you know, go out on a date, wash your clothes, whatever. Uh, but by no stretch of the means, are you going to get rich as a college basketball I mean, as a college track player yeah. or a college, you know, outside of football and basketball and maybe the occasional, you know, whatever baseball other sport, player, baseball maybe, player, you know, maybe. at Ole Miss or Kumar Rocker at Vanderbilt. Yeah, you, right. know, you have to be something like that. But in today's age and with the youth and with the likenesses, you have more than one way of doing it, you know, of branding yourself. And now, you know, through whatever, you know, digital social media 
you know, elements that are available to you and resources, you, they're open to you now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can bring in some money and, and, you know, there shouldn't be any cap on that. But here's the thing that I found interesting. I'm going to read this to you guys real quick. Uh, and basically the new NCAA guidance allows students to engage in NIL, which is name, image, and likeness activities, as long as they are consistent. And this is the thing that's important, consistent with the law of the state where the school is located. Okay, and it allows students in those states without NIL laws to participate without breaking NCAA rules. So, and, and the NCAA, NCAA's response to that is to kind of like explain that is that under the current environment, both legal and legislative, it kind of prevents them from providing a more permanent solution at this point uh, and the level of detail student athletes deserve in terms of, you know, them to, to fully understand what they're allowed to do. So, it hasn't been completely figured all out yet but at least the opportunities are there. And I don't know how much is on the student athletes to have to figure out in that particular state, what those laws are or how much of the university needs to let them know or what particular entity or resource at that institution is going to make it clear to them so they aren't violating rules, but it's not as clear cut as we all may think it is because you know, it's kind of like, you know, states' rights <laughs> in, a, in a small kind of way. So I think that's still an important element that needs to be discussed as well, or at least, you know, brought to the to the attention. So athletes don't just think that, you know, I can do whatever, wherever. You still got to kind of have to follow what some of the dictates are, legislatively speaking, within a particular state. It's about to trip a lot of kids up. It could. It could. And I don't know how much the university is responsible. That's another question, too. How much how, what's the liability for the university for a student athlete that the student athlete breaks the rules, so to speak? Does does the punishment more on the athlete? Is it is the, is, 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 is the program punished? Uh, is, is the institution punished? You know, I don't think that's been figured out either, because here's the thing, too, because a lot of it talks about educational benefits. So. Okay, what's an educational benefit? I need a laptop computer. Well, there's some laptops that are two thousand, some are ten thousand. You know, so does someone give you enough money? You know, how how is there a cap on this educational benefits that allows you to you know use your name, image, and likeness? Um, does it open the doors? Is it a Pandora's box for more corrupt elements to come in? Um, and you know, who who are the watchmen now? Who's going to be watching this? You know, NCAA clearly doesn't really know how to how to legislate how 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 to um, how to how, how to uh, adjudicate some of these things. So, you know, I, I think there's a there's, it's, it's like it's a great thing, but it's also like you know, like it could be like the wild wild west for a while till things get figured out. And I don't know who suffers in the process as these things are being figured out because at some point in time, somebody's going to do something that's questionable and that's going to lead to other questions. Two things here. First, you guys are right. Uh, 2019, Duke football brought in 40, <laughs> 40.3 million in total revenue. Um, and they had 28.8 million in expenses, so they made a profit of 11.5 million football. Basketball brought in a total of thirty-three point one million. It's crazy. See, I'm telling you, dude. I Fo- told you, man. Football's that's... a beast, yeah, man. <laughs> so, so here's why. Because now, granted, I went to Grambling, where everybody know football is is king. But I was on the athletic uh, advisory committee, whatever they called it, mm-hmm. and we went over the budget 
because all the other sport, the only sport that was never there was football. Hmm. They they never had a representative there. <laughs> so the AD was there and we going over budget and he broke it down to us. He like, as a school, here it is. As a school, we had like, uh, at that time, we had like a $9 million budget. Mm-hmm. Football brought in $7.5 million. Wow. That $9 million budget. Wow. So he, pr- and he pretty much told us, so football is priority. Yeah, yeah. We will yeah. figure everything else out for everyone else. That's why as we so, see fit. You plan so many classics and you and you play a, a, a guaranteed game. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's where I, I I was like, man, how could we how can we debate that? Like they're the ones funding us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like so and like you brought up track, like well, I was in track. Well, I was at Grand. I think track team won swag every year. Nobody knows. Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Yeah, I I said Duke. I just went on a limb, but yeah, that's, I know that's, that's I know football. Football is king. Yeah, especially football down south. is king. Especially down south, and especially at those story traditionals you know, conferences and, and, and teams. I mean, even at Northwestern, you know, football's, football's the thing, man. And uh, I, I think this may help out, you know, as far as those players who are those athletes who are not basketball and, and, and football players, I think those who have potential uh, Olympic aspirations, I think it can definitely help them out, you know, um, especially for gymnasts, you know, when it comes to some of the, you know, the female gymnasts, swimmers, you know, track athletes, I think it can really help them, you know, maybe not, you know, especially in an Olympic year or the year before the Olympic year, I think it could really help them out. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a good thing. It's an unknown right now, but I think we're on the right track towards the NCAA and those powers that be it being less exploitive, you know, uh, less of a plantation, <laughs> you know, mentality yeah. or, 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 or structure. You know, uh, you saw that guy from uh, the head coach from uh, uh, what's the school? Creighton <laughs> doesn't doesn't make the slip up that he did before. You know, you know, you know everybody work pull together on this plantation. Let's do the right thing. <laughs> Let let's let's all hold a right no, hold we together. We don't need anybody to leave the plantation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so uh, here's my so, here's my my only issue with this is. Who's going to be vetting some of the uh, um, some of the people and and agencies involved? That's the thing, man. That's the why. That's great question. That's the, the wild, wild the, west stuff. The one I think the easiest way guys are going to get uh, are going to give money and uh, smoke. You you might you might uh, agree with this. Um, parties around campus. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have going promoters, athletic parties, baseball such and parties. Such, such and such is gonna be at you know hosting this party here. Mm. There's gonna be flyers out there with they picture on it, you know, in uniform. You know, come come check out this party, twenty dollars ahead. You know, and then they're gonna you know they'll get a a fee for that, right? Number one, how do you know who the who the people behind? these ventures are, you know, you know, they, 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 it could be drug dealers. 
you know, some, you know, seedy individuals in the community. You never, you never know. Right. That's one aspect of it. And then what happens if something, you know, crazy happens at a, at a party or something like that, that you're promoting liability, liability issue. And I think yeah. you brought that up uh, uh, yeah. earlier. That's, that's the one thing that, that, uh, that worries me about this, but I still believe these guys should be, you know, they should be able to, to make money especially when the university is making money off of them. Yes. They, they should yeah. have that right. And so that, that's why I'm, I'm happy, happy that this is, this is happening for them. And uh, I'm sure uh, the walk on wide receiver at Alabama is happy too, because <laughs> he's going to be getting paid. I guarantee you signing autographs and doing uh, autograph uh, signings at, 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 at Bear Bryant Ford. <laughs> <laughs> In Tuscaloosa, <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So that's that's good stuff there. Um, anything else there on that? To to be determined All later right. on. All right, let's uh let's go ahead and end this. Uh, shout out before we go. Duncan Keith looks like he's going to be traded to Edmonton. Uh, yeah. We we aren't hockey guys, but. Uh, I definitely watched uh, the 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 Blackhawks dynasty, and it looks like uh, the era is is over. Wow. So those passed. were some fun times, yeah, some fun times, man. And Duncan Keith was was in the middle of all of that. So uh, definitely, so congratulations to him, and I hope that he's he'll be able to uh, uh, contend for for another title uh, with the Oilers. So uh, shout out to to Duncan Keith. Um, and yeah, that's, I think that's the show, man. Uh, thank you guys for, uh, uh, for coming on with, with us today. Um, thank you, the listener for, uh, for listening, please like us, um, and comment, you know, on, on the show, let us know how we're doing. Uh, you can catch our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com and you can find a link to our podcast as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. With that, Glenn, please take us out. Hey, man. It's like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong and like our image and our name and our likeness so that we can start making some money. Make money. <laughs> All right. Yes, indeed. We'll catch you next week.